Hi there friends, this is Stan here. I want to talk to you today about an aspect of pleasing God. It's a pleasing God that doesn't really come to the fore in our minds as Christians when we kind of think about what does it mean to please God. Anyway, the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians in chapter 4, talks about pleasing God and it talks about pleasing God with your sexuality, talking, talks about pleasing God with your love for one another. And then the third thing in, in chapter 4, verse 11, it talks about pleasing God by making it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Please God by making it your ambition to lead a quiet life. And uh, that's what I want to talk about today, or just remind us today. This is what it says in chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians, verse 11. And make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win in the respect of outsiders, and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. An aspect of pleasing God, and Paul exhorts these Thessalonian Christians to please God more and more. He, he's wanting to make sure that they are living to please God. One of the aspects of pleasing God is make it, making it our goal, making it our ambition, to lead a quiet life. To lead a life of peace, calm, rest, and deep sense of satisfaction. When we start to lead a life like this, it actually pleases God. When you find our rest in God, and it's, it, you can only live that life when, when we know who God is, and we know who we are, and we know what He has for us, and we find this deep sense of rest in Jesus. We go, and in the NIV, in verse 11, it says, to make it your ambition to, to lead a quiet life, and then it says, colon. So what comes after the colonel is it's, it's, there's a list coming. And this is what this quiet life looks like. To mind your own business, to work with your hands, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and you won't be dependent on anybody. So this quiet life looks like just getting on with your own life. On one hand, he's exhorting them to love one another and live for the best of others. But on the other hand... He's saying, don't be a busybody. Don't be a busybody. Don't be running around getting in on the tea. That's what uh, my kids say to me. Do you want to know what the tea is? The tea is what's going on. What's the latest news? He says, don't be a busybody. Don't be what somebody that hangs on all the gossip. And don't be somebody that wants to know all the info and getting around and putting your say in here and getting your, the latest info from that person. You should mind your own business. Get on with what God's called you to do and work with your hands. I love what he says then. Work with your hands. Be productive. Don't be a busybody body, and be productive. It seems like these Thessalonian Christians had misunderstood Paul's teaching on the second coming and thought it was so imminent that they gave up all their jobs. And in giving up all their jobs, they thought, well, we'll just rely on our Christian community to feed us and to look after us. And in the meantime, now these people are bored. They're not doing anything. They, they're just parking off. They're, and now they're becoming busybodies. They're not working. They're dependent on other, everybody. And, every, and, the, and the world is looking at them and thinking, oh my gosh, is that a good example of Christianity? And Paul here is writing to them and saying, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Mind your own business. Get on with your life. Get on with what God's called you to do. Be productive so that your daily life, that your everyday life, 
you're going to work life, you're coming home from work life, your your home life, your work life, your sport life, your exercise life, every part of your life may win the respect of outsiders, those that are outside of the faith, so that those that are outside of the kingdom would know what the kingdom is like and want to be give their lives to the kingdom. And then he says, and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. These people, Paul writes to them again in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. He says this, he says, we hear that some of, some of you among you are idle and disruptive. There they are. They are not busy. They are busy bodies. They're idle and they're disruptive. They, they're not leading a quiet life. They're being disruptive. Such people we command and urge in the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and earn the food that they eat. Earn the food that they eat. Don't be needy. One of the ways that we please God is to make it our ambition, to make it our goal, to lead a quiet life, to get on with what God's called us to do, to be productive. And other parts of the New Testament says so that you can be a blessing to others. So that you're not dependent on other people, that, you, that you're not this needy person, so that you ultimately can be a blessing to the community that you're in, and that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders. Very simple. Very, very simple. I trust that that encourages you this morning. Make it your goal to live a quiet life, that we may win the respect of outsiders. Get on with your own work. Be productive in everything that you do. And I believe this pleases God. And Paul would say to you, do that more and more. If you're doing that now, do that more and more. Bless you and have a great day.